He was down in Mobile, Alabama last night. Alabama, South Alabama. Kind of left you there after a little while. You know, there were some other things going on. How'd that game end up? Uh, uh, Alabama eventually kind of imposed its will on uh, on South Alabama. You know, it's my first look at Alabama. I had Kentucky last week, kind of my, making my rounds uh, around the Southeastern Conference. And it, clearly to me, you know, teams like Kentucky, Alabama, uh, Arkansas and Tennessee it seem to be, you know, just a, a bit ahead of the rest. And that might change. You know, we might, we always have a team or two that are off the radar at the beginning of the year and then they come through and surprise everybody. But Alabama's got a really talented freshman. The Miller kid is a, a kind of a six nine two guard that's very smooth in his game. Um, so, yeah, that's how it ended up. I, I think Nate Oates has got one of his better teams, and as we all know, he's had a number of them since his time in Yeah. So uh, SEC basketball, something that, of course, you keep a close watch on, and uh, Kentucky losing last night. Of course, you know, it's it's November, and was, I think it was an overtime game, Kentucky and Michigan State, two power teams. I mean, Kentucky would be fine. Uh, they got the great big man, and they got their their talented players all around. So, um, no surprise that they would lose that game. No surprise if they had won that game. What about what you've seen early on from the rest of the league? I imagine the slow start by Vanderbilt. It's a little puzzling because they were kind of projected to kind of be in the middle of the pack, if not higher, going into this season. They gave uh, Stackhouse a new contract, I think, going into the season. Yeah, I don't know what to expect from Vanderbilt, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, Jerry has has had a uh, kind of a tough tough start to the uh, the era there, and then you lose Scotty Pippen Jr., who was kind of their all everything score slash point guard last year. So uh, I'm not sure what to expect there, to be honest with you. I, I think I think there's just so many teams in that upper half that would have higher expectations coming in. All right, to uh, the football side of things as we uh, head down the home stretch here. Got kind of one of those weekends around the SEC, ACC, not a whole lot of big games. So South Carolina, Tennessee, of course, on ESPN's uh, primary channel with their number one broadcast group. Uh, I mean, do these people like to see um, car wrecks and uh you know, plane crashes and things like that. Is that why they are coming to Columbia to televise this Tennessee-South Carolina game? In other words, it, it could be very ugly from a television standpoint, unless they think the Gamecocks can muster an effort enough to, to force Tennessee into a tight ball game. Well, uh, I mean, heck, I, I've got Alabama this weekend. Uh, did, did you see the opponent there? That that that, that game could be a massacre in the, in the first quarter. Yeah. Um, not that I'm complaining because it's it's always fun to do a game in Tuscaloosa and sit down uh, with my old uh, chum uh, Nick Saban. Um, hmm. Actually, I haven't had I haven't had a chance to do that in a few years. So uh, I do like I do like Nick, and he's actually great to deal with on a one-on-one basis. I know that surprises a lot of people, but um, there, there's not a, gr- a lot of great games as we know uh, this week. I think CBS has the which one did they pick? Oh, uh, geez. I, I just forgot now. But They've they, got, I think, Georgia-Kentucky. Are they doing Georgia-Kentucky? Yeah, yeah. 
That's it. Mm-hmm. So, so Georgia Kentucky was supposed to be the showcase game. Yeah. I mean, I just had Georgia last week. In fact, I'm still defrosting from Starkville. Mm. Um, and, and and having having Georgia in person and and seeing them, uh, you know, up close, they're, they're just a different level. I mean, they're they're absolutely just a different level. You saw what they did to Tennessee, and so and Kentucky clearly has been a disappointment. I, I said way back when they don't have an offensive line, uh, and that has really that's been a problem throughout this season. So they can't block Georgia. Uh, that, 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 that to me is going to be the story of that game. Georgia's front line, by the way, Jalen Carter, my goodness. Um, I, I know everybody is infatuated with Will Anderson of Alabama and he should be, but the, the best defensive player in the country might be number 88 for Georgia on that defensive line. He's unblockable. Yeah. Uh, he's just absolutely unblockable. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so I mean, if when your best game, I'm guessing Georgia is probably, I don't know, 17 point favorite. That that kind of speaks volumes as to the kind of week we're looking at. I was down in Gainesville for the South Carolina Florida game, and you talk about defensive linemen. You know, Florida's got this 415, 20 pound guy named Watson, uh, who's a Florida kid. Have you heard about him? Have you noticed him? I've seen him. Yeah, I mean, he's he's humongous. Oh. He, He's, he's not the uh, quickest guy, but he's quick enough. Well, but what he did against South Carolina was rip the ball away from from Bell, Jaheim Bell, on a run up the middle and yeah. tackled him and ripped the ball away and started running, you know, towards the goal line. And yeah. Rattler knocked him down and thought he had produced a, a fumble, but he was he was down by contact. But this guy, I mean, you you take another – you take about 50 pounds off of him, he's still 360 <laughs> pounds – but think about how much quicker he would be and stronger. I mean, this guy's got a chance to be a menace in the next couple of years. Well, he could. I mean, there's been some guys, you know, I go all the way back to Jerry Ball. There's a name for you from the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Gusa. Uh, you know, there, there's been some guys in the NFL that have carried kind of that 350 range. 400's just too much. He'll, he'll get eaten alive at the next level at that weight, but, you know, maybe he can drop the pounds. But, like, we all could probably drop a few pounds. Yes, we could. <laughs> Mike Morgan, Morgan on the Actually, I saw you on television last night, Mike, and, uh, you know, well, you know what they say about the, what the camera does to you. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> I sure want to follow that now, Phil. Thank you. <laughs> Mike, I, I, there's no easy way to, to get into this situation, but I wanted to get your take on what's going on with Virginia and the uh, shooting over, uh, you know, three football players on Sunday. How does that program move forward from a scenario like this? I, I wish I had an answer to that. I can only tell you that I called the Virginia-Miami game a few weeks ago. I was in Charlottesville. I called a few of those players in action, and I I, I know that doesn't, change the uh, the magnitude of, of the event, but it, it really hit home for me just because uh, it, it, I mean, I, it's just surreal to one day you're calling, you know, one of those young men made a few big catches in that game, uh, six foot seven wide out. And, and next thing you know, he's been murdered. I, I just, mm-hmm. when I saw that news, I called my, my analyst and, and producer, and I was like, did you see what just happened? And, of course, we were all just shocked beyond uh, beyond belief. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I was glad to see they canceled the game. I can't even imagine 
trying to play a football game on Saturday. Now, what they do against Virginia Tech, that's that's an in-house decision, and, and that's who should make it. But, uh, no, I, it's just it's unspeakable. There is another interesting story, uh, totally uh, 180 degrees from the tragedy of Virginia, but earlier tonight, Pittsburgh and Michigan actually playing in basketball, and their players, uh, several, uh, at least a couple of them, had the letter S on their hands, and that's according to the player, stands for share. Are we getting to a point, and this was to pr- pr- uh, at least promote uh, revenue sharing in, in college athletics? Uh-oh. Now that we've got name, image, and likeness Uh-oh. taken care of, Mike, do we is that our next step Uh-oh. to becoming basically professional athletes at the collegiate level? Mm. Are we going to have revenue sharing in your mind? Mm. Mm. I I don't. I, the first I've heard of it, I'm sure that uh, I'll, I'll see that. I mean, within a, in this era of NIL, I, I've got no like sympathy for anybody or anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> these kids are doing very well. I'm happy for them. Um, so, you know, it, it doesn't take much to just put a, put a, uh, you know, a symbol or a hashtag together these days. Uh, but you know, is it the last we'll see of it? Probably not. But I, I think right now what college athletics is really trying to do is to have some type of order to the NIL, not restrict it necessarily, but just have it organized because you talk to any coach and any sport and I have talked to several in the last 12 months and it is a mess. It is an absolute mess because they basically said, fine, we can't do anything with it. It's your problem. You deal with it. And that's the kind of legislation we're working with right now. Well, I I tell you, I'm embarrassed for him when I see athletics directors and now coaches cutting videos on Twitter asking the fans to give money to the NIL so they can funnel it to the players. I mean, do they know any shame anymore for what they're trying to do? This is not what NIL was supposed to be about. It was supposed to be about the voluntary giving of money by businesses uh, and, and setting up job opportunities for players to make money. Uh, Now you've got ADs, coaches, going on Twitter, asking their fan base, asking their fans to pony up money so it can go directly to the players. And this is going to be the war cry now. we got to have this to compete. It used to be we needed an athletic dormitory. Then it became we got to have an indoor practice facility. Then it was we got to have a a bigger video board in the stadium. we got to have all these things to compete. Now – we got to have your money to give to them to be able to buy them to come to our school. That's the, that is the basic message that we're getting here. It's absolutely the message. Um, and the fact of the matter is, if you don't do it, your competitors will. Yes. And so, uh, you know, it, it is not unlike if you were to compare it to a professional sport, you wouldn't compare it to football. Right, you wouldn't compare it to the NFL that has a salary cap. You'd compare it to baseball, and and there are the Yankees and Red Sox and Dodgers, uh, and then there are the Pirates and the Rays, uh, it, 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 and the Marlins. Like, it, and and then there's a lot of schools in between. But you know, it's just that that's where we are. And now, some like I get the argument that it's always been that way, right? Like the. The rich are just getting richer. 
<clears throat> what else is new? I, <laughs> I understand that argument. doesn't mean it's a good thing. Um, it, it doesn't mean that that's, that's what, <laughs> what we really want. But uh, look, for some, all they care about is how do you generate more dollars for the athletes? And uh, clearly that is, that is going on. At the same time, coaches know they have to be able to compete in that universe, and they don't have time to question, is this right or is it good for the sport? All they know is, if I'm going to get enough players to win games, i got to go ahead and get more money in the coffers. Exactly. Mike, we appreciate, as always, have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Mike. All right, take care. Thank you, you very guys, much. Folks. A visit with Mike Morgan here on Sports Talk. Morgan on the move on Wednesday nights, most Wednesday nights, sometimes on Thursday nights, sometimes not at all. But most of the time he's there when we ask him to be there. We appreciate it very much.